We are learning Mishnah Rura in Simin. Kufnun Gimel Sif Chaf, Shun number 356, at the tail end of Hilch's base Hakneses. And the Mechaber tells us, Yish Misha Oime. She saved her, she hoxok, she hoya, she lavoiso, she ruvain. There are those that say, now once again, as soon as you start off with a topic, that says, Yesh mi shoimer. What does that tell you right away? There are those that say, but what? Disagreement. 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 There's a machlekes here, right? That's what you're saying? Right. Correct. Correct. There's a yesh mi shoimer. There is an opinion which tells us that there is another opinion also. Yesh mi shoimer. That it was muchzok. It was their fathers. It was in the family. For example, shalavoyz shal ruvein. The tzibur cannot take it. So this is actually, I'm, I'm glad Rabbi is with us today as well, because you have a Sefer Torah. Right? So there's a Sefer Torah that's muchzok to be your Sefer Torah, your mishpach is Sefer Torah. So the tzibur cannot come along and say, ah, you know, it's been in the shul for uh, 32 years, so therefore, ah, oh, this is a shul Sefer Torah. Right? That's not a crazy assumption. I mean, right? So the Mechavit tells us it might not be crazy, but it's incorrect. That's, you cannot assume that just because the Sefer Torah is there for a while, the Tzibur cannot say it's theirs. Says the Mishra Sif Kotin Tzadi Ches, in the middle of the page, or a little above the middle. So the Sefer Torah is, is in the shul, and that's a normal, com- common excuse me, common scenario where a person buys a Sefer Torah, he owns a Sefer Torah, he, he, he pay, pays the money for it, and he lends it, keyword, lends it to the shul, where he can take it back whenever he wants. So it's munachas, the basic nesses. And we don't say, well, why else would he give it to a shul? He must have given it to the shul to be the shuls. We don't say that. That's not the halacha. It's not similar to the Klea Kodesh of the silver. This Sefer Torah does not have the same din as the what? As the silver items we spoke, we spoke about, the Menorah, the candelabra, or let's say the Kesser, the crown you put on top of the Sefer Torah. Those items... You could make that assumption that it's huktosh lebeisik neses. Person buys a yad, a silver yad. It could be expensive, just a yad alone, right? The understanding is, if if, if you buy it to the shul, it's the shul's now, the yad alone, not the sevetayr though. The shiny achad besevetayr, the din of sevetayr is different. Shekain had derech lasa sevetayr amanast kain lahanich lebeisik neses she yikru borabim. The Sefer Torah is different. Why is the Sefer Torah different? Because the Sefer Torah, the mindset is, is that you give it to the shul until the point in time comes when you decide you want to take it back. And like I mentioned, down the block at the Kailal, they had a situation where someone lent a Sefer Torah to the shul with that mindset. A few years later, he decided he wanted to bring it back and put it somewhere else. Totally normal. Okay. Ramosha adds, Ramosha Zatzali adds, and the Dirshanot they bring, 
Shein loy meshalachas torach abaylum vohitzi mamamaynoi kedelakai mitzvah eses shalksivus avetayor yoyven mitzvah zu biyadayim alidei sheitein asev sevetayor lebeisak neses sharei das shulchan achuos rukiv eger shanois sevetayor bimatona gemurav lebeisak neses nevatol bekach mitzvah zu. Moshe adds like this: If a person goes through, I use the word tircha in a positive sense, but the tircha of Purchasing a Sevet Torah, raising the funds, putting aside money for it if he needs to do something like this, or if he's on the wealthier side, just buying one. He's not going through the whole process of buying a Sevet Torah, giving it away, and not keeping ownership of it. You know why? Because if Akiva Eger says, in your Deasim Ayin Reish, Shanoisin Sevet Torah, Matanah Gemur, Lebesek Nesses, is Mevatel Bekach Mitzvazu. If a person gives a Sefer Torah to the shul and he says it's yours to keep, he just gave up his mitzvah of Ksiva Sefer Torah. So that ties in beautifully to what we're discussing over here. So that's why the understanding is that if you find a Sefer Torah with the family name on it, the understanding is that it belongs to the family. Not that necessarily is the shul's, unless you have to know exactly did the family decide to give it to the shul and the shul should keep it. Now listen to this. What happens if the person buys a Sefer Torah and he's so excited and he says, yeah, I'm giving it to the shul now. And then someone tells them, you, you, you know, if you give it to the shul, you lose out on the mitzvah because now it's not yours anymore. So, oh, no, 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 I didn't mean that. Well, it's too late. It's very nice you didn't mean that. But you had to learn the That's what we had to learn, right? And if you didn't mean it, but you did it, it's, it's, it still happens. Okay. Back inside in the Mishra, the Sifkot and Pei Beis of the Shadzia, and Vafilu first word in line, Vafilu Hayisal Avushim Ilan Shal Tzibor Lahikpin, Leyaminu Bishvil Zem Mistama Kevarisila Gyodi Mimena, Mishim Dechein Aminag Tadi Lahachlif Ami Ilan Misevatayla Shal Al Sevatayra. Hein Shal Chidim Hein Shal Kol. He says further. What about the Meilim? The mantle, the covering of the Sevet Torah. Let's say they take off the one you gave them, and they put on their covering. So one might think, okay, so by definition, you're showing that it's it's the shul's now. No. The covering belongs to the shul. The Sevet Torah is still yours, the family's. Some Achreinim want to learn that... This is the Mati Yehudo, the El Yirabo, Masha from the Gra as well, that this whole discussion, the Gamach Besevetoyer Mayri, Shani Yoidim, we know, Beberer, we know explicitly, that you did not donate the Sevetoyer forever. Just to use it for whenever you, as long as you want. You lent it to the Shul that they could use it. But not that it's theirs forever. When we learn from here, when we learn from this, the Lamb, we don't say, since he, 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 he gave it over for Zman Rav, we don't say this, we don't say that the Savior has been there for a few years, so most probably, you know what? It's, it's, he, he, he intended to give it to the Shul. I want to just give you an example. You're learning about Basra now. 
Okay? Babasra, you don't Babasra. Right? In Babasra, you have the sugyos of, of the fields. What happens is, let's say, as they're concerned, you have your neighbor, he mows your lawn, just another foot into your lawn, into your property. You know what can be? You know what can happen now? Over the course of a few years, that extra foot somehow now becomes his. And then before you know it, he doesn't necessarily mean to do his intention to steal your land, steal your land. He's just mowing the lawn. It's hard to get exactly right on the line. Before you know it, it's two feet. Then it's three feet. Now he's got those things covering his ears, so he's not paying attention. He's just cutting the grass. Before you know it, he puts up a fence. And the fence is five feet into your field now. He's like, well, what do you mean? I've been mowing this lawn for three years like this. What do you mean it's your property? So th- I'm just bringing that out. When it comes to a Sevetari, the fact that the Sevetari has been in the Aron Kodesh for three years does not, by definition, say, oh, now it's the shuls. That's not how it works. Al-Benich Stam. However, if he just gave a Sevetari Stam, without making any stipulations, I'm reading the Mestam Hekdish, Akdish but if he gave a Sefer Torah without any specific stipulations, the Mishru says the understanding is it belongs to the shul. It does belong to the shul. It definitely is better to put it, you how luckily you had to put it in writing? No. Definitely better, it's always better to put something in writing so you can always pull out the paper. Definitely put it in writing. Does he get the mitzvah? There are different mitzvahs over here we're talking. Does he get the mitzvah of Ksiva Sevet Torah? It seems like not. Because for Ksiva Sevet Torah, you have to own the Sevet Torah. No, no, not in the case when you gave it away. In the case when you gave it away, now, is that a different mitzvah? That's definitely a mitzvah. Exactly. What was it? A tiring mitzvah? It's not mitzvah ksiva sevetayra. It's definitely, you know, you, you did a mitzvah of tzibur and chesed. But that specific mitzvah, okay. It, it, it could be a bigger mitzvah in certain aspect because, like, in other words, they don't have to ask you any rishos. What can we do with it? Right? But, listen, if a person is financially capable of doing this, you definitely want to make sure you keep one for yourself. That is your own sevetayra that you lend to the shul. Now you can tell him, listen, I'm laying this to the shul for the next hundred years, but it's my family's. What, yes? What happens if the family moves away or dies out? <clears throat> if they move away, it's still theirs. Right. If it dies out on Chas Shalom, you know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yes, exactly. Uh, you know, the the, the Levium section over here are thinking alike. Who's going to look it, the heirs? That's a good. It's another question. Yeah, it, it probably has to go to the laws of Yerusha, halachas of Yerusha. In other words, a nephew or something like this. You know, the shul's not obligated to look for that. I don't know these halachas. I'll be honest with you. I mean, I'll say it openly uh, on the recording as well. But uh, yeah, I would suggest that would probably be the halach you'd have to go with. If 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 Shalom, there's a situation like this. Uh, I would I would assume perhaps you know and if somebody knows listen to the recordings that it's not, not like this please reach out to me so we can get the right halacha okay he says further then regards to mistama if you bring something to the shul mistama it belongs to the shul 
just like by the silver. So here also by the Sefer Torah, that if you give over the Sefer Torah without making any stipulations, we could comfortably, safely say that it belongs to the Shul. Take a look at the Magen of Ram. The Minog HaOyulam Kahayoyim. The custom today is Limkor Sefer Torah is to sell a Sefer Even if you gave it originally and you lent it, it seems like, to the shul to read from it, it seems like the custom is to sell it to the shul. The custom so since that is the custom, limkar sevetayro to sell the sevetayro to the shul. So the understanding is, if you didn't make any other stipulation, that's that's the status of the sevetayro that belongs to the shul and that you'll sell it to them. Let's skip a line. No. He says the best approach is to explicitly, clearly say you're not giving it to the shul forever. It's your Sefer Torah. You're lending to them. So now you know what to do about it. It's interesting how he doesn't suggest and encourage to write it down. But I think like Ramordechai is saying, it's a good idea. Definitely a good idea. Sivkot and Kuf, on the top of the page, Mechaber said, The Tzibur, the congregation, cannot say it's theirs. Look at this. And even if you have witnesses from that city, and the witnesses say it was given to the Tzibur, to the congregation. This is an unbelievable Chiddush, if you think about it. The testimony does not help because these witnesses are biased to the situation. Right. Why? Because they want the shul to have the Sefer Torah. And this, this is, we're not learning Hilchus Eidos now. But in Hilchus Eidos, in the laws of witnesses, this is a big, big point we have to keep in mind. That if the Mishru is telling us over here that if the witnesses are Nagayabedavar, they're biased to the situation, then they're honest, their trustworthy value goes down. Continues the Mishnah. Even if they want to remove themselves from this edus, it doesn't help. Unless you have another sevetayra. You have a community, a small town. Then the tzibur don't have a sevetayra. And this individual feels like this. For the past five years, I've been lending my Sefer to the shul. Then, what happened is, then the shul, the community, that little town, acquired a new Sefer so what does he want? He says, well, you should continue laying for mine on a regular basis. He says he doesn't have any rights for that. He doesn't have first dibs. The fact 
that he might say, well, for the past five years, you didn't have a Sefer Torah, and you were laying for mine, I would like you to continue every Shabbos laying for mine also. Every Shabbos? Or, 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 or I'm just giving an example. And, and during the week, you could use the other one. He can't say that. He has no rights to say anything like that. Well, yeah, you can say whatever you want. It doesn't, doesn't, doesn't hold any weight, right? The any matayna, he says. Let's just finish over here. Mikomokayim ein lemayid kovid sefer Torah shel yochid el yikru bechol Shabbos besefer Torah acheres. As Reb Tzemach suggested, every week, every other week, switch off. In other words, the the person felt that he could have first dibs, that his sefer Torah should be laned more regularly than the, than the new one. So we're saying, no, you don't have first dibs on that. It's very nice that you did a chesed and lend the Sefer Torah to the shul for the past five years, ten years, whatever it was. But now that they, own, they have their own Sefer Torah, that doesn't give you the right to have it being lamed more than the other, the new one. And these halachas are so important for two main reasons here. Number one, because you learn halachas, every halacha. But besides for that, these halachas have the capability of avoiding machlokas. As yesterday was just Tishabov. How many times have you heard Machlegasim, unfortunately, in shuls, and you know over, over things like this? Well, I gave the Sefer Torah, I just lent it, I didn't give it to them to own it, you know, or whatever it might be. And you know, I'll just tell you a story, a quick story. Then we would start Sifchaf Aleph. A friend of mine, many years ago, this story goes back, I don't know, like 25 years ago. He um, he comes to me, he says, he comes to me, he says that. Someone sitting in a seat in base medrash. You know, he comes to learn. There's someone in the seat. One day, two days, okay. And you know, the person is not really interested in moving. So I think he told me he went to the reshiva to, to discuss with him. I don't remember exactly the pasuk that he pointed out to him, but it was something along the lines, like. Work it out quietly behind the scenes. Don't make a big deal about it. That type of concept. You know what I'm saying? That type of concept. And and now that we have a whole set of rules over here, with Hilchah's basic nessus, it you follow the rules, learn the halachas, and then you avoid a lot of the problems. Let's just begin over here. Sif Chafalif. Ein liknois mi'ilim shenishtamish behem hediyit letashash kedusha. Don't use in those days. You don't have the embroidery store, that you go online, you call them up, and you order what you need. <coughs> it was a, a, a person who, the tailor, who, the Schneider, right? Kravitz also is a, is a, is a tailor in Polish, right? Sure, not a lot of other ways, you know, different languages. And they, they would make the, the clothing, the garments, and they would wrap a safer with it. But sometimes, you wouldn't call the Schneider the tailor to make something special, you would have a garment that was worn by somebody, and you would now want to put that on the Sefer Torah. So to that, the Mechavah says, nothing doing. Ein liknois me'ilim, don't acquire covers for the Sefer Torah. You had the guy walking down the street with a shawl wrapped around him, you know, and now you're going to have, oh yeah, oh, that's that's a sh- that's Yankel's shawl. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Right? So, Nechavah says, no, no, nothing to do. Says the Mishra Sifka Nechavah Kufalif, rather. I'll take a look earlier in Simon Kufalif, Zayin Sifalif, we spoke about over there. 
and there's machlokas achrayim and mutul asos b'davar meilu tashmish the tashmish shal kedusha. Can you? The questions over there is discussed. Can you make from those items? Somebody used he wore a shawl. Can you use it for not the actual covering for sevet Torah, but something else for the sevet Torah? A tashmit is tashmit. Water it down another another level. That's the discussion over there, and he says. If you find another reason to be permitted, then you don't have to be strict with that. That's what discusses in Kufim Zayin. Sivkot and Kuf Gimel, Hedjit, you don't want to use the garment from a regular person walking down the street. Of course, even more so, something that was used for the Zarah, you're not going to wrap that around the Sevet Torah. In that case, even with the it's awesome. And you have to sell that and then acquire, purchase another one. That was still Kuf Beis, rather. Fine. Kuf Gemul, Atashas Kedusha. You don't want to use Atashas Kedusha. I will mitzvah shari. But for a mitzvah purpose, you can use it. Now, let's clarify. There's a difference between the level of Kedusha of Kedusha. Tefillin, Sevetair, it's called Kedusha. As opposed to Talis, tzitzis, that's called mitzvah. So for something from mitzvah can be used. You have the, I can't tell exactly what it is, but the, the scrolls of the idol worshippers that are invalid to be used. They sell the the they sell their uh, leftover material for beautification purposes. Don't take those leftover things, those shirayim, to make a talus out of it. Because it's disgusting to use that which was used for the Zorah for a mitzvah. If you can't use it for Tashmishi mitzvah, you obviously cannot use it even for a high madrig of Tashmishi Kedusha. Therefore, of course, it's forbidden to take those those materials and wrap it around a Sefer Torah. Just to see the first line in the Ramav, you know what truth is, it's a really whole different topic. Uh, so we're going to pick up Mitzvah Shem and finish Bez uh, Hashem the next, uh, next uh, this sim in the next year with Chaf uh, Aleph and Chaf Beis. Actually, there is no Chaf Beis. Yeah, there is Chaf Beis. Chaf Aleph and Chaf Beis.